Welcome to City of Geek Podcast, Episode 6, Christmas Movies. So another positive uh, episode after a lot of negativity. So here we are. Last <laughs> time, children's movies. We talking about it yet, though. Yeah, you never point. know how this could turn yeah, out. Things that are kind of generally positive. That The movies yeah. themselves are often positive in, in many ways. So some, some of the things on our list probably, probably aren't. Are. <laughs> I, have, I have a section of like the, the happy, positive Christmas movies, and I have like the negative ones <laughs> and everything in between. Uh but we are City of Geek, and you can find cityofgeek.com or on Facebook at City of Geek, uh, at Twitter uh, at City of Geek. Dot, uh, City of Geek dot, uh, Twitter at City of Geek. Uh, and we have Instagram, the same name, and uh, each of us have our own places you can find us if you want to reach out or con- uh, contact us that we might see a little more. Uh, Kim? Uh, you can find me at Seattle Screams, spelled exactly like you think. Yeah, you, you can't really find me anywhere. I'm on, only on City of Geek. Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> and I have uh, at a geek named Bob. But I don't use it very much. I use it, mainly use uh, at City of Geek, though. If you reach out to me there, I can definitely find you. And, yeah, I'm on Facebook, and I'm always posting. On, well, all of us are always posting oh, yeah, on, the, on, on the Facebook group. Uh, if you have any comments, suggestions to follow, you know, things you want to talk about, reach out to us, and we're here. If there's booze that you'd like to send to Kim, reach out to us. That too. I'm here. I'm sure you can review some liquor. <laughs> I would happily do that. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, of course, talking about Christmas movies because it's uh, it's December, it's that time of year, and Christmas movies are coming out into theaters. Uh, a little bit there, we got yeah, on Netflix, I mean, and they started coming out like November first. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, because uh, we had Nutcracker. Uh, Nutcracker, but we don't. But you can find our review for that on YouTube, uh, and then The Grinch, which it's Cody and I saw. Good. Cody, yeah, what, what's your favorite Christmas movie? My favorite Christmas movie. Um, well, why the fuck you start with me, man? Because I started with her last time. Because you weren't here.
I don't think anyone does. I don't think if they're not up does. there by now, I don't I think they're ever there going to be up there. Game for the PS licensing. Well, they license the hell out of that, which kind of oh, yeah. funny enough goes against. We talked about this in the our oh. review of the new Grinch. Is like they license the hell out of that when the movie is the actual plot is anti-licensing. It's against one, but it's consumerism. And, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's kind of like later on for the Lorax, he was showing <laughs> SUVs. It's like, like, did you not pay attention? They really didn't do the, the new Grinch well when it came to the marketing. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, there's a little too much going on. I mean, there's fucking advent calendars and shit, which I do have one. Well, the the old one was, the there's 2001 was everywhere. Not even now, too. There's a because I was but looking the for a, a gingerbread house over, kit. Overdone. Yeah, oh, I, I remember even like because it was Jim Carrey. Like yeah. a year over after it came out, like uh, they bring out more Grinch stuff. I mean, it was a thing for like four or five years. <laughs> oh, and it's funny too because even as a kid, the Grinch was never. I mean, like I was, I was fine with it. I liked the song. Um, there's a couple covers of the song I really liked, but the Grinch story never super gelled with me. If I had to, because they often aired it with when I was growing up with Charlie Brown Christmas. And if I had to pick between the two, I would go Charlie Brown Christmas. And I, I, I saw the, the Jim Carrey Grinch once. I was like, eh, this is a movie. I don't want to see the <coughs> new one. I may at some point. But I think, it, I think in general, it's just because the story's never been my cup of tea. For whatever reason, I can't even tell you why. I think part of it is that I have a weird thing with really mean stuff. Even though it comes back around to him being nice, yeah. I don't like all of the memes. Well, and see, the thing is, is like in the 2000s, Grinch, he is the protagonist. <laughs> Easily. Yeah. Because the, the who's are, are the awful. Yeah, yeah. And I will say for the 2000s, Grinch, I think, yeah, as I said in our, our review of the new one, I think it's, which you can find on YouTube, uh, I think it's it's an absolute mess, but I think it's a mess with the vision. It makes it really interesting to watch because there's great production design and there's, they're going for something. I think it Jeff mostly fails. And Christine Baranski's in there, and I, I always love like watching Christine. her. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, Molly Shannon. She's the, she's the, I forgot the, about that. She's Cindy Lou's mom. Yeah. She really adds, like, a nice little bit of comic relief to an already funny movie. I should rewatch it. I want to be fair. I watched it back in like 2000, 2001. So I should give yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it in, in ages. I wanted to rewatch it before the new one, but I uh, get around to it. And uh, so, Kim, what's your favorite Christmas movie? Are we going nostalgic? Or are we going. Whatever you want to go with first. I mean, I. And I did not see this until I was an adult, which is the only reason why it is not my nostalgic Christmas choice. But um, White Christmas. I didn't see that until last year. So I love that movie so much. But the first time I saw it was as a grown-up. In fact, I uh, and I, I have a whole tradition centered around it now that I've seen it. Uh, but I love I love the music. I love how they're obviously on a soundstage and it's snowing. Uh, I loved it so much that I went and found Holiday Inn to watch. Which is same song but a different movie, right? Um, White Christmas is really the only same song. The It's a different movie. It yeah, came I haven't out, seen it, so I don't know. You know what? It's, and there's a reason why it doesn't air on TV. There is a scene with blackface in it. Oh. That is, oh. yeah, oh no, it's unfortunate. When you, and you're, because you start, when I saw it for the first time, I was, I, I had it on uh, DVD and I was like, why don't they show the, Oh, oh, there we are. <laughs> that's why they don't show. And it's hard. There's a plot point that happens within that scene, so it's a hard scene to kind so of. So you can't just kind of. What? Is that, also, is that there a scene where it happens where it's a big miscommunication where all we had to do was say, "Hey, stop and listen to me." It, pretty <laughs> much, yeah. And and it's it's but the whole premise is that he opens this inn that's only open on holidays. So they do this. They always do a musical act because the Easter parade is from Holiday Inn. And and the original White Christmas is from Holiday Inn, and and it's it's a it's a problematic movie, but it's still it's 
it's still a sweet movie. It's just very much a product of its time where you're like, oh, that's not something that should still be here, but it is what it is. Uh, but way, I, way away Christmas. So. But yeah, but um, the music's gorgeous. Uh, Rosemary Clooney, although uh, her next to the girl that plays her sister, whose name I'm, uh, Vera, um, I'm blanking on her name. Uh, she's a dancer, but she is obviously she suffer well she's suffering from anorexia and so mm. she makes rosemary clooney look big when they're next to each other and rosemary she's so clooney tiny. Was, yeah 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 but it's got some other beautiful music in it that's not christmas music uh but i, I don't know it's it's there's something about it that's extremely compelling as a more contemporary movie or well not but a more contemporary movie for me because i didn't see it till for uh, i think the first time i saw it was maybe six years ago um it's it's quickly cemented itself as a i cannot miss this movie i i went to the last year there's a, a sif sing-along yeah. screening of it and i went there and man that was just that brought me joy we intended on going to that which is but we didn't make it probably ended up burning it for netflix instead and it's when I, I i have the blu-ray if you ever want to borrow <laughs> it's, it's, it because it's it's, it's I don't know. It's it's a movie that brings me a lot of joy in a very again, a very nostalgic way. I have a thing for for some of the old movies and Bing Crosby is. Oh, I love classic Hollywood, especially classic Hollywood musicals. Sir, yeah, there's there's something about them as a theater kid, especially that just really warms my heart. Uh, that being said, I I grew up as a Santa Claus kid. I fucking loved the Santa Claus. The uh, Tim Allen. The Tim Allen okay. one. Because yes. there's a couple the movies. Santa Claus. Because there's yes. the Dudley Moore, the there's Santa the Claus, Moore, no. Santa there's Santa the Mystery Claus Science the e. Theater. Santa Claus okay. with the e at the end. <laughs> I saw that movie in theaters because that's how old I am. Yeah, I've already seen that. I had a, a VHS copy of it as soon as it was possible to because I fucking loved that movie so much as a kid. And I have a hard time watching it now because I find Tim Allen to be a horrible human being. Thank you. Yes. No, because around the same time I started to have the realization of what an awful human he was is when I saw White Christmas, which is why the, it kind of started to surpass that uh, I used to watch The Santa Claus every year. And now it's maybe every other week, year because I'm starting to have a harder and harder time marrying together the like, I can wa can I watch this and divorce it from Tim Allen? And it's... It's hard because he's the star of the film, yeah. and I'm sorry, he's a horrible human. Oh, he is absolutely, and that's it's why that one reason the show got canceled besides it cost a lot of money. Yeah, but conservatives made their their go to charge, but yeah. that's, a, that's a whole different thing. But it's <laughs> so I'm I cut just, that one uh, off. I, I have it on DVD. I think I have it on Blu-ray actually, because I. But it, it was just on TV and I DVR'd it, so I was like, I'm gonna try to watch it. It's been I didn't watch it last year because I I felt weird about it. And uh, I'm going to try to watch it this year and try to, like... It brought me so much joy when I was a kid, and I kind of miss that feeling. I always, like, was okay with the Santa Claus, but again, not to sound like a dick, but I was born when it was... I was two months old when it came out, so it, it was never... Fuck a, you. <laughs> it was never a... It was never a, um, like, a movie that I watched since I was, like, 10 or 11, and I'm like, eh. I, I never really liked Tim Allen to begin with, either. Your neighbor's talking on the wall. I was going to say, what is happening? Are your neighbor telling us to shut up? <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I just never really cared for Tim Allen. Yeah. Well, and again, uh, coming to it a little later, he was already sort of an asshole by the time you would have been old enough to, to, get, it, to yeah. get the movie. But when that came out, he was, yeah, I think he was still, uh, the Home Improvement was still saying, going on. He was in, like, Home Jungle of the Jungle. Yeah. And 
all sorts of things. He was huge. Fan, hit. And he was a huge, huge family star. And he was, yeah, he was a huge Disney star at that yeah. point. Because uh, Disney was, a, was a ABC and Disney were the same company. I, I used so. to watch uh, Home Improvement with my family. Yeah, me too. And I, I loved it. And, I, and Wilson, I thought it was so funny. But uh, yeah, we watch, uh, Chris, uh, we watch uh, Santa Claus every year as well. Uh, it's one of Allison's family's traditions going up. Yeah. Well, I watch it a lot myself, but we watch it every year since I've been been with been with wife. Uh, which we we, we it's we set it way of setting up the tree, then we watched very sunny Christmas special, which actually wasn't on my list. Now I think about it. Um, we watched the two of those together, completely different types of things. Which I I love watching uh, Santa Claus. It's it's really innocent and it's fun. Yeah. But we always love to talk about continuity and like how does this world work? Because that's what we do. We yeah, do yeah, is like yeah. wait. It's, Charlie gonna kill his dad when he goes up going into family business, but we was like. But by part. But we think the elves set him up because uh, they're following him. They're watch, watch, watching it through. We always find one more elf that we'd ever found the year before. It's kind of like finding the ghost in Ghost Watch. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's like so the elves know what's gonna happen. So yeah. they're plotting to kill Santa Claus that night. <laughs> yeah, you know what? This guy's a fucking asshole. Let's kill him and make Tim Allen Santa. <laughs> yes, uh, I but. Like that. And uh, so we, but we we love watching that. We love quoting our way through it. Like uh, Allison loves to do the Bumper G Show. Even the first referencing Ed Sullivan show rather than a Christmas yeah. character, yeah, which she yeah. thought was a Christmas person until we looked him up. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, that's just a reference from the '60s or '70s. Um, but yeah, we watch we watch it every again every year. It's funny. The first time I saw it, we went to see it in theaters, and then the next day at school, we were about to start school break. Yeah. And they uh, somehow. Either this, I don't know how they got a copy of it, but they played it for us in the auditorium. No, so I no watched way. it two days in a row. <laughs> it was like, okay, cool, it's, it was fine. But I was kind of like, I, man, we just saw this. <laughs> I have such a vivid memory of uh, uh, my one of my best friends. Uh, her and I met in college, and we used to do a thing where we'd go out to like run errands or whatever. And um, our way of justifying purchasing something is that one of us would buy it for the other <laughs> then the other one would buy something so essentially you're both spending the same amount of money my friend Brian and I used to that we'd, we'd buy each other DVDs and we'd gift each other VHS it's like my yeah. dad said I can't buy any more movies so why don't you buy this and you give it to me and they would do the same thing for him yeah yeah we used to do that all the time we'd be like I can't justify buying it I'll buy it and then the other one would say I can't justify buying I'll buy this. And it was how, it's like when you're buying it for somebody else, when you're spending money on another person, it's okay. You can't spend the money on yourself. And the Santa Claus was one of those things that when the DVD came out, I don't remember, I think we were in Costco possibly. And I remember seeing it and just agonizing over. I wanted it so bad, but I couldn't justify spending the money and she bought it for me. And so there's also that like later on, I still have the, I think about Kate when I think about the Santa Claus and that was such a special thing, but Especially recently, because he used to be a little better at hiding what an asshole he was. It, it really, he was one of those people that got super emboldened by Trump. Yeah, yeah. I, didn't reali- I didn't realize how big of an asshole he was until really the last few years. It's really made it hard for me to enjoy the movie, and so I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to watch it this year and and focus on more of the sort of like how you treat Holiday Inn, where you're yeah. like. Well, there is a blackface the scene, and that's <laughs> awful. But this was a movie of the time, and there's some great music in it. I don't know. I get really conflicted, and we should like the Santa Claus and stuff's not you know direct. It's more of like you know the background, so you know this. But at the time, you can watch it for you know what twelve year old Cam liked. You know, how about the sequels? Okay, the third one is just an abomination upon the Lord. I saw it once. And I don't remember anything. I like because Elizabeth Mitchell's in it. I was gonna say, I yeah. like her. She does a really good. And you job. don't see her enough. 
No, you don't. It's like that and like Lost are like the only things I think of when I. And she's so I lovely. Have, you know, I remember them making a. I think this was just a rumor that they were actually that Legends of the Guardians movie. Oh that yeah. They made. I remember was, that. That yeah. was actually going to be Tim Allen at one point. Is it Alec Baldwin? I think it was Alec Baldwin. Yeah. yeah. And they were actually going to make that like a fucking superhero movie no. that they were thinking about doing that, and they're like, you know what? No. After after the 06 one bombed. Yeah. But again, that's that's just a rumor I've heard over the years, but. Okay, Bob. Anyway, what's yes. your favorite Christmas movie? Yes, Bob. Yes, uh, I know I am the. Uh, we talked about previously and on a different time where I'm the only one who likes this movie out of our group. But a Christmas Story is a huge nostalgic I, no, I, love I like, for me. I like a Christmas Story. Okay, maybe I maybe was, I know you said you didn't like. I thought you both didn't like it. No, no, no I um, like it. I, I and a lot of that is nostalgia. It's it's yeah. funny. It's a movie from the '80s written by so- someone during the '60s, nostalgic for the '40s, <laughs> watching it as you know when I was. Uh, in the 90s and, and directed by directed by Bob Clark who damn made damn fucking straight well, it is yeah I was, like, I was purposely avoiding not talking about like horror stuff for my favorites because I think or other things like Batman Returns is my favorite Batman movie and Default is a Christmas movie it is yeah uh, but of, of stuff li- aiming at Christmas and maybe aiming at families which we've been kind of moving at at this moment uh, Christmas Story for sure because yeah. not only is I think it's a great movie with uh, just also, I have Blu-ray, dude. Yes, it is amazing. I showed it to my wife for the first time last year, and she really enjoyed it after really avoiding sweet. it forever. Uh, but I enjoyed watching it with my family a lot growing up because it's a lot, lot of nostalgia. Because um, uh, TBS or TNT, whoever the hell, yeah, played yeah, twenty four like, hours. Twenty four hours thing, which is great. And uh, I have a family of twenty five cousins, all Damn. yeah, in Western Pennsylvania, Eastern Eastern Ohio. We'd always go to my aunt's house, my aunt Susan's house, on, on uh, Christmas Eve because she had the biggest house. Uh, it would be playing, so we'd watch it continually. And my cousin Patrick, we're Irish, so uh, a couple of us are very red. I'm not redheaded, but a couple <laughs> of us were. And Patrick is redheaded with a lot of freckles, so we always thought that uh, yellow-eyed Scotty Farkas looks like Patrick. So every time he'd show up, we'd start yelling at Patrick, and we'd just do scenes from it and this and that. So and so we always gave him hell for that, and it ended up usually turning into wrestling. At least for them, they wrestled. I didn't. So a lot of that is remembering watching the family. Where I think when I watched it a couple of years ago on on disc for the first time, is the first time I actually seen it from beginning to end as it was. Because we'd always catch it in parts or in the middle right. of watching like what what scene actually starts this movie and what scene actually ends this movie. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. um, it, it's all really a bunch of you know, shorter stories tied in together, so you yeah. can really watch it in any order. Besides a couple of things that. When- Continue like about the Red Rider. Yeah, so uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I read that English class when I was in, I think, high school. I uh, it was one that I saw later. I didn't see it as an adult. I saw it, I think, as a later as a teenager. Because and God we trust all this by cash. Think of stories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it was reading the story that made me actually want to watch the movie. And uh, (laughs) it's one that I have a, uh, I really enjoy. I have a good affection for. It's not on my list of favorites. But it's one that I always enjoy watching each Christmas. Yeah, I just really like the simplicity of the stories and the way that Gene Shepard is really good use of it. I haven't read anything yeah. else he's done, but those stories and the way he tells the story in the movie are all just so, I don't know, so honest it feels like that. Yeah. Even though we know it's through nostalgia as an adult, I can see that he's himself was putting on nostalgia glasses when he's telling these stories too. But we're, I feel like, and, it, and it's funny because nostalgia glasses are something that is obviously not a new concept, but I feel like, and when I say our generation, I'm specifically speaking about Bob and I, sorry, Cody. Yeah, we're, we're a little bit older than you. We're a little bit older than you. Uh, I, I feel like almost more than any other generation, our generation has nostalgia glasses 
partially because of the way the world was always presented to us and how it should be and how it actually is that I feel like we do have a very strong nostalgia for things of our childhood. Well, that's a lot of what the before we grew up in the Reagan era, where yeah. Reagan really pushed a lot of nostalgia for yep. previous times. I think a lot mm-hmm. of Republican generation, Republican presidents do that. Yeah, things are better then. Oh, things for who? But that's a whole yeah, that's yeah. a whole different topic. Oh, <laughs> but uh, I'm wine for that. <laughs> but also, like, <laughs> we're also the gener- we talked about this. Uh, we talked about Scream uh, Crypticon this year. Mm. We're we're the first. We're the generation. We're maybe the people just above us. Really, we're the genera- generation where not only. Is, um, Cables coming out, so you get all the channels that way. Yeah. You get VHS tapes coming yeah. out, so there's the ability to see the older things and yeah. just nostalgia, uh, be nostalgic about those previous things that you only had. You only get to watch when they came back in theaters, when they were playing on like the five channels. But now we have everything, so our generation's first one to take in all of these cultures yeah. and shove it into our brains. Well, <laughs> we grew up with, I'm making an assumption here, with baby boomer parents. Yeah, my, my parents were born 53 each. Yeah, remember. mine were 47. I mean, I'll, I'll have you know my parents were baby boomer parents too. Yeah. They just waited a little longer. <laughs> Is it, uh, later well, I'm the oldest child of two. Oh, no, my dad was born in 1948. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn, you're... Damn, Your parents boy. are older than my parents. Yeah. My, my dad's 47. 1947, and yeah. you're shit. I mean, my dad. And I thought my parents did it late. Yeah, no, my, my dad, um, he had a kid, a tangent, sorry. Yeah, or our parents' parents did. But <laughs> he had a kid every decade starting in the 60s. Oh. That was the last one. Fuck, so man. You're, yeah, you see, you're, so you're, I'm the first out of two. My brother's four years younger than me, and you're, yeah, Tim's I'm, older, right? Uh, I'm the second. My brother's yeah. older. Yeah, Dan's older than me by two years. Because I'm technically a millennial. Yeah. Even though fuck that, we're I, I we're, so the, we're the Oregon Trail generation is what I often hear us referred to as. Yeah, it's like un, we're a just before generation. just before millennial and just after Generation X. It, yeah, maybe a little we're after Generation Y ish. Weird, like there is a little chunk of time where we because we remember things. Yeah. Like I remember VHS tapes. I remember not having a cell phone and all of this. Uh, we don't fully fit in the Generation X, but we're not really millennials, and yeah, we're that it, weird little time period. Is that, that. where everything started to come? Th- I think yeah. culturally, I'm more in line with like X stuff, stuff I like and the stuff I went for. And stuff. Yeah, uh, but then that's that's a whole different tangent too. <laughs> but I, I, I meant to say about the baby boomers comment that like I grew up because my parents were baby boomers. Like my dad, man, eight tracks. He used to we at our cabin. We had an eight track machine, like Frankie Valley and Roy Orbison, and all these. You grow up with... You didn't have an 8-track player, but there were VHS tapes. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you know, we, we talked about that last time. We talked about our children's child favorites were often stuff that our parents grew up with. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that we didn't really pick up a lot of pop culture stuff until teenager areas. But I feel like specifically kids who grew up in the 80s and the 90s got this this spectrum of stuff like I grew up having to having to watch James Bond movies motherfucker I still haven't forgiven my father for that uh and lots of like John Wayne World War II movies and 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 things where I grew up with all I all the older stuff and I grew up when AMC was showing stuff from the 40s and 50s and so I grew up really enjoying a lot of stuff from that era but then I also grew up with the 80s and the 90s and so 
there was a much, I feel like a much wider pop culture spectrum than even our parents grew up with. Because our, you know, our parents, like my dad talks about things from mostly from the 50s and 60s, not stuff from his parents' generation. I realize we're going on a tangent. Yeah, no, so we we talked about this like last night. We're we're, we're watching stuff our parents watched. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, but our parents weren't watching things yeah. their parents watched because there wasn't anything for exactly. Their so to watch. we have so they have that building on that, and then we got us building on that one. Yeah. And um, so but yeah, Chris' story uh, story also unlike just like um, Santa Claus has a really bad sequel that came out a couple years ago. Yes. I never watched it, but I saw I watched I watched video reviewers review it. And I think that's enough for me. I think Brad um, Jones did it. Maybe Allison Oscarius Lupa probably did it. I think they did the. Um, that live musical on it. Oh yeah, they yeah, did that a couple la- years that ago. Was that was last year. year. No, that was last yeah. year. That was so with the, uh, the uh, shit. Um, the original version premiered in Seattle at the Fifth yeah, Avenue. Yeah, it did. Um, and it it's how it runs on Broadway usually during seasonally. They, I mean, but there's a lot of cultural, cultural stuff, touchstones in that. I think yeah, I think yeah. I still say fragile. <laughs> Must be Italian every yeah. time, every time I see fragile on something. Um, but yeah, there's the there's a sequel of Ralphie older, but there's also three sequels. Other, other, also adaptations of uh, Gene Shepard's work. Uh, oh. One of which was directed by Bob Clark. Uh, oh, My really? Summer Story came out about ten years later uh, with Jerry O'Connell playing. Um, no. Uh, playing Ralphie. Now, wow. I, I haven't seen it, but I think it's never actually left anywhere but VHS. I think there was one of the, one of the movies where the rights are. It's gotta be who on knows? YouTube or something. And there are two that I think were direct to Disney uh, that were also so. adaptations of. Um, of Shepard's work based around Ralphie, which really came as a kid. Uh, they're just using the, the... But, yeah, Bob Clark directed the first sequel. I remember reading about it at Disney Adventures <laughs> in 1994 or 5, and it vanished, and it's been around since. My Summer Story... Yeah, that's it. Oh, there is a DVD of it. It's available oh, at Best Buy. Oh, okay, cool. So, it just, I guess, has, didn't make a, a wide If it's the uh, same pick. one, which I'm assuming... Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, sequel to a Chris. Kieran Culkin hmm. plays Ralphie. Oh, really? I thought Jerry O'Connell did. Huh. It's from '94. Um, narrated by Gene Shepard, Mary Steenburgen. No way. Nice. I'd see it for her. Damn. Okay. Now I'm kind of curious. I'm gonna check that out. Um, I will say, and we were talking about this. I think before we started recording, uh, because a lot of my stuff when I was a kid were TV things. Like I loved. Yeah. You know that's how I found that like the Halloween series and everything. Um, is I watched it on TV. Yeah, like the the Garfield Christmas was a big one when I was a kid. The claymation Christmas, which we've talked Damn about right. before. Uh, the um, so, and I still this is a tradition for me. To the point where when I was in college, I bought a VHS of this because it was the only place I could find it. The original Doug Christmas special. <laughs> And the original Rugrats Christmas special. And uh, there's later there was a Hey Arnold Christmas special that was also really fun. But the the Doug one where he's trying to say pork chop because pork chop was accused of biting, uh, uh, what's her name? Is it BB? And, yeah, BB. Uh, yeah, biting BB, but he was trying to save her from the thin ice and he goes on trial. And. I I don't know why I loved that so much as a kid. I don't, I don't think it was I was an older kid when that came out, but I I would it used to air all the time and then it stopped, and then I found it on VHS and now Amazon Prime has them and so I watch huh. it every year on Amazon. But 
television stuff. That was where I most of my childhood things were things things we taped off television. Uh, yeah, I want to go back to the into you mentioned the the claymation one with the California yes. Raisins. Oh. That was one that we taped off TV that we watched all the time. All the that time. That for many years I couldn't convince people existed. Like I mentioned to people and like what? <laughs> I have it on DVD now too. And it's like. No, the, the, uh, the talking about the dinosaurs and going, well, here we and go, the California raisins. California raisins. Yes. And, and like, he brings the waffle because he yeah, thinks he's, it, here we come with waffling. Exactly. And like, I remembered this, and I mentioned it in conversation for something, people were like, that doesn't exist. Same thing with that, of course, this is a completely different thing, but Monster High with um, oh, with Rick Moranis. <laughs> was yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. No. Luckily, the internet tells us these things exist. God bless you, internet. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I used to watch that one all the time. I think it was my favorite special as a kid was the was the claymation one. Yeah, yeah. Because, well, I remember Cody's because like, we taped about? it off of TV. <laughs> yeah, I don't they, they aired it the same night as they aired the Garfield Christmas special. So we taped that off of TV. And so we had it back-to-back, Garfield Christmas and Claymation Christmas. I have no recollection of the My Garfield one. My parents just bought me, like, VHS tapes <laughs> of the things. And I would watch, like, the Grinch a lot. Like, <laughs> the original Grinch. Right. Uh, Charlie Brown Christmas was the yeah. Yeah, same yeah, yeah. one. My dad was a huge Snoopy person. Yeah, because he said he had, like rooms of Snoopy stuff. Uh, when he passed, I had four large, like, big-ass totes filled with Snoopy stuff. I still wow. have a fuck ton of it. I mean, I divvied it up amongst my siblings. I, of course, kept the good shit. Damn right. Because I was the... I wasn't even the, the executor. I just got it. Fair know. enough. <laughs> it went all the way to my mom. She's like, go ahead and divvy it up. I'm like, oh, shit, yeah. I kept a lot of the Christmas stuff because, you know... Charlie Brown Christmas always very special to me. I've always yeah. loved. I always loved that. You know, they picked the little, little wimpy ass tree yeah. and saves it. You know, and then Linus makes the big speech. What, what I find weird about that is like watching. Of course, we watch it every year too, and uh, we have the Peanuts collection, so we watch that and um, all the holiday specials as they come through. Is how like almost slight it is because it was one of the first Christmas specials and yeah. the first time Peanuts was was uh, was animated. But it's a, it's very it's like what nineteen minutes and it's like it goes by like like that. There's, oh, yeah. yeah, it's fast. Because uh, there's very little actually going on. It's always more in your head than it actually is in the show. Yeah. Because uh, of cultural over the last fifty years. But I. Uh, can I say one that I think is going to become a new Christmas tradition for me after having seen it? Go for it. And then the apocalypse. Woo! So yeah, it's on my list too. It's good though. It's in my list under the horror uh, era, which is a whole different page. As a, as a, the mo- literally the most recent that I've seen in terms of in theaters as a Christmas movie. I was like, I'm sure you watched Kurt Russell Christmas special after that. I right? did yeah. in theaters. That's why I say I yeah. qualify this within theaters. The last that was the last was it the last it was the last, it was last week. So, so, yeah, it was yeah. last week. I saw this because uh, I and I've been fracking busy. Um, uh, it was so delightful and in one that I I think will make my annual. Like, I'll buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray. It'll make my annual watching of, of Christmas movies because it's it's sweet. It's got heart. It's got some fun music. I keep singing the songs to myself. I keep singing yeah. the songs to myself. Especially, like, Hollywood endings. That's the one I probably, like, yes! know most in my head. And it's also the, probably the catchiest one of them all. And it's I do like the Soldier at War. Yeah, Soldier at War. Partially, and too, and because he's adorable. <laughs> I don't want to look up how old he is because I'm afraid to because I'm afraid he's going to be like 19. And or the the girl doing the uh, Santa baby type song. It's a it's a great that, song. It's a great reaction. But it's it's one of those where you know I, maybe you get to a certain age and you're like I don't want to know how old this actor is because it's going to make me feel like a dirty old woman. So part of me wants to know to find out he's not actually like 19, but part of me doesn't in case he actually is. Because I I, I will say the the actor that plays the 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 boy the bad boy he's very cute <laughs> he's got those dreamy eyes he does yeah. 
is. And he, I mean, he just has the, I mean, it's again, it's the bad boy thing. That's why I married my first husband. Um, yeah. Anyway. But speaking of like of, of new no new Christmas movies, like this morning and last night, I watched. Uh, I, I called it a minute ago the Kurt Russell Christmas special. Because it was. That's essentially what <laughs> I've referred to it since Netflix announced that uh, Christmas Chronicles. That's uh, delightful. Which, yeah, I don't watch a lot of like the made for TV stuff, and I feel like it seemed like that type like the Hallmark era or the, yeah, oh yeah a lot of like the cheesy stuff that comes out every Christmas. Hallmark usually does the more romance one. Though, and this one's more like the yeah. this like, was more like the Netflix Disney yeah. Disney yeah, yeah. And it, which I don't watch a lot of. I know that you watch those more because you got your uh, article on that so find that yeah, on the yeah. website. Um, <laughs> Hallmark a Christmas man. <laughs> <laughs> but I did uh, like I never until Netflix gifted me Kurt Russell Santa Claus. I never realized I wanted Kurt Russell Santa right? Claus. It's he's, so much fun. He's perfect. He's it's amazing. so much fun. And if it was anyone else but Kurt Russell, it wouldn't yeah. have been as good. I would have been like, okay, this is a movie. Been fine. I wouldn't have watched it on Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would have been solid. But Kurt Russell takes it to the next level. And he, and he looks like he's having fun. Yeah. And there, it, it was just, it was just such a fun uh, fun. I keep coming back to the word fun, but that's because it, it was it was just delightful and and a good time and it brought a smile to my face, which a good Christmas movie should be all of those things, in my opinion. And I say this as someone who watches lots of bad Christmas movies, lots of bad, and I watch all the bad Hallmark movies. Although I I've, I've been less into them this year. I don't know what it is. Uh, it's getting Hallmarked out, I guess. I, I might. You know, I will say last year I was watching them. Like, they were going out of style. And uh, I might have, like, burned myself out on the formula a little. Because I'll still... Re- I've been rewatching some of my favorites. Like, there's one... And this wasn't even a Hallmark one. This was... I want to say... <laughs> oh, see, Adeline, your sirens. Oh, it does help her next to the hospital. Look, it's, uh, it, it's Christmas colored, though. That's true. Got those nice red and white lights. Thank you. Blood is also Christmas colored. <laughs> uh, As Anna and the Pocket shows us. One of my one of my favorite like silly TV ones is a movie called uh, it's like a Christmas snow globe or something, and it it wasn't it was um, I think it was Freeform or when it was still ABC Family. Uh, and it's a super silly movie, but it, it's it's cute. I like those, but uh, a lot of the ones that I'm liking on the Hallmark Channel ones I watched in previous years. And the more recent ones I haven't been super into. So I might be getting tired of the formula. I remember that one, there was one with, like, fucking Melissa Joan Hart where... The Christmas she, in handcuffs? Yeah, yeah. 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 fucking think, kidnaps the dude. Wait, wasn't it, like... It I wasn't Slater, was, was it? Yeah, it was Slater. It was Slater. It was Slater. That, yeah, she kidnapped Slater. And then he, he, he yeah, ends up Either Brad Jones or, or Square Lupa talked about that one. Yeah. yeah. Because before Hallmark movies were as big as they are now... Uh, ABC Family. Oh, they had a They had a, a ton of... They had the 30 Days of Christmas. They had the 30 Days of Christmas. Right? And some of it was original content, and some of it was they run Nightmare Before Christmas. They run... Usually they'll run the Santa Claus. Uh, but Hallmark has kind of come in as the... Because they start so early, and they've been... Because they've been doing Christmas movies for longer than people realize, but they've only really been popular the last couple of years where they've really dominated to the point where, like, Lifetime is trying to do it this oh, year. Oh, yeah. Netflix has been trying to do it. They tried it last year with I The Christmas Lifetime Prince. Lifetime did that fucking Grumpy Cat one, too. Yeah. They did. I watched it. I've heard <laughs> it's too. pretty funny, if not, it's not. bad. It, like, it is what it is. I mostly yeah. feel bad for the cat. 
Because the cat does not want to be there. for that cat. Because he's got, that like, that arthritis cat, problems, too, so... I would be begging for the merciful. Because I've heard it's, like, death. really meta about... Yeah. Yeah. the shit out of yeah. that cat until yeah. dies. Well, and, and, I mean, he, he actually has trouble moving, and so and, knowing that makes yeah, it... it's so depressing. But they, to be fair, it's not just Grumpy Cat. They had, they worked with a number of cats because he can't move super well, so any scene you see the cat moving, it's not him. Yeah, okay. It's a different cat. That makes cat. me feel better. I, I wa- no, I, I, I watched a thing or I read an article or something about it, and and anytime you see the cat moving, it's not him because he really doesn't move well. Because he's even for a cat with dwarfism, he's has like issues. Issues. Um, but uh, no, the the I've always really gravitated towards uh, made for TV stuff has always been very much. I don't know in my wheelhouse. I always really, really. Have you ever seen those uh, a Christmas Kiss movies? Of course, I have. They're awful, and I love them. Yeah, it's like three of those. Yes. Well, it's it's you know what I mean. I think I think some of this is maybe as like the sole lady here. There is something even as a obnoxious feminist. There is something appealing about. There's a reason I liked the first Christmas Prince because you do have that little thing where you want to be the special girl. I will say, I, I, I live-tweeted for City of Geek. I live-tweeted the second one. I was very unimpressed. It's a very dull movie. But uh, there's something about those silly Christmas romances. They they follow such a formula. You know what's going to happen, yeah. but you know it's going to be happy. And so if, if you're looking for something s- silly and where you don't have to think that's going to have a happy ending, yeah, do it. And uh, speaking of formula and stuff that we watch, knowing how everything's going to turn out, uh, kind of leads us to the big Christmas stuff. Is a but a Christmas story? Uh, no, Christmas story. I said um, that leads us to a Christmas Carol and its multitude yeah. of adaptations. Yeah. Um, Eight million things. I mean, oh, the Muppet one. The Muppet yeah, one is the best one. one. Yeah. That's right there. The Muppet most, one is the it's, best. It's yeah. oddly enough the one the closest to the actual to the book. book. Yeah. I, I, mean, yeah. I love that one. That I'm like that is like. My favorite. I like the Alistair Sim one too. That's a good but one. But I yeah. hated the Jim Carrey one. I'm, no, I'm gonna go to on the record and say I actually like that one for the most part. There's it goes good, it goes good, and then it's CGI spectacular 3D stuff, and yeah. then it becomes good again. And like it almost like if you would have cut out like a th- the end of every scene, yeah. I think it would have worked. But now, anyway, but because of that yeah. opinion, I'm gonna have to ask you to turn in your City of Geek badge. But I say, but I do not like the Polar Express. Completely <gasps> different. Oh my god! Oh, you motherfucker! No, fuck that movie. It's scary. <laughs> I love that movie. Movies don't scare it's me, and that movie not, scared me. It's not scary. It's, it's so just scary. Bad animation. It's, it's so scary. Movie. They're dead. They're all dead. <laughs> I keep looking at Tom Hanks' cold dead eyes, and I think, what did I do to deserve this? I'm Because everyone is Tom Hanks. It's a, it's a nightmare where everyone I, is Tom Hanks. I do like that, like, three or four people are fucking Tom Hanks. <laughs> I have not seen the movie where everyone's fucking Tom Hanks. Movies don't scare me, and that movie scares me so bad. Okay, we need to replace it with that. The, 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 I love that idea, though. That there's Tom a Hanks getting it's what hell would look like. It's just Tom Hanks. The cold, yeah, dead that, eyes of Tom Hanks. That's what heaven is. is no, everybody's Tom no. Hanks. But the you. cold, dead eyes of Tom Hanks is hell. <laughs> it's hell. As long as I'm five guys fucking him, like you just said. Ah! He, I'm quoting, quoting him. He says, <laughs> This is true. three fucking Tom Hanks. I, my mom and I, <laughs> three so, fucking Tom Hanks. My barely. mom and I saved that movie to do to watch bet- the two of us on Christmas Eve one night when my dad had to drive my grandmother back home and I think my brother went with her so we were like, whatever, we're going to enjoy this. And motherfucker, we were both like, what the fuck is this? I love that movie 
Tom Hanks gangbang aside, <laughs> um, there is... My, my, my favorite part of that movie is something I said when I was, like, 12, and I got the best laughs ever. I was watching it with, uh, like, my nieces and nephews. Uh, at age 12, I had <coughs> 10 nieces and nephews. As you are fact, the youngest in as 40 the youngest, years of... There's a good 40-year gap. <laughs> um, so I'm watching it, and just because, you know, I'm like, I think I was 12 or 13, so I'm like, I'm super edgy. So, like, when, uh, when, he, when he gets, what's your first wish of Christmas... So I blurt out in front of this entire room of kids, I want you to fuck me, Santa. <laughs> How'd that go over? I got laughs. I also got talked to. I believe it. Angry out. And I still do that with Carolyn now. Every time we watch it, I'm like, I want you to fuck me, Santa. I can't. I can't. That movie is just... do get you, and the puppet scene's pretty bad, too. <clears throat> Do you the, the thing that drives me nuts about the puppet scene is it seems like a song is about to start and, and it doesn't. It's like it sets up like you hear it go and then it's the next scene and that's what drives me nuts about that scene. Of course, I've only seen the movie twice. Nope. But I saw it once and never again. Never I see it every again. Year. But nope. heading back to never. uh never. Never. jumping never. back into the Christmas Carol there. Uh, <laughs> well, we got we got Polar Express out the way. Yeah. So it was. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Muppet one I think is, is easily the best yeah. thing yeah. we watch every oh, year. Yeah. Continue quoting like "It's one more sleep to Christmas," <laughs> but um, and then just you know Gonzo and, and Rizzo's narration is, is amazing. <laughs> my oh, favorite, I think my favorite, favorite, favorite part is, that, is Gonzo says something. He like yells at Rizzo. Rizzo just like looks at him and kisses his nose. Like this is like, a lovely <laughs> moment. And the or the the joke that we didn't catch to like a couple times ago where Rizzo falls down the uh, the chimney and lands on like a goose surface like man I landed I landed on the chicken and and uh, God says some guys have all the luck <laughs> it's like is that a sex joke <laughs> <laughs> of course since you all the original Muppet shows had all sorts of of that as we talked about last There's episode a lot of sex jokes uh, but it took a second to, to grab that uh, you seen the Patrick Stewart one from I do 94? I like the Patrick Stewart it's okay. partially because I like Patrick Stewart and <laughs> I'm not going to say the rest of that sentence, but Patrick Stewart shirtless <laughs> would equally please me as Jason Momoa shirtless. Uh, one that we haven't talked about that to me is a new Christmas classic. That's another one that I is a not miss for me each Christmas, and I don't know if you you gentlemen agree. Is Elf? Yeah, Damn right, it's on my list. I do it before we leave Christmas Carol. I want to say Scrooge. I love Scrooge. Oh yeah, Scrooge but, is a lot of fun. And you can't go wrong. Carol Kane beating the hell out of. I was like Carol Kane. That's what. Any er, Carol Kane sells everything. But yes, Elf. I. Elf, it's yeah. something I probably I quote from it the beginning. It hits everything. I can quote from the beginning. And that yeah, movie. that movie's amazing. And it, it's one of those movies that, and I think this is a feat because I feel like there's movies that I will rewatch now, because I watched them as a kid. But if I saw them as an adult, I wouldn't be into them. I think the Santa Claus being potentially one of them, but Elf is appealing to kids, it's appealing to adults, it has humor that's going to hit on all sides, and it's just a fun movie. And it's, yeah, it's Buddy's really explosive just, innocence is It's, it's amazing. lovely, yeah. But I don't know if you're sorry. No, it's all, it's all good. I love that movie. It's just so damn nice and fun. Yeah. And, you know, it all ends up for the good, and he gets dropkicked by Peter Dinklage, which is always funny. <laughs> and Bob Newhart's his Bob dad. Bob 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 Come on. Um, that's amazing. I, I, you know, Zoe Deschanel, she was great in that. Yeah. James yeah. Conn. Yeah. Really yeah. Which yeah, is yeah. weird to see James Conn in a comedy. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, he really does, like, play, like, James <laughs> Conn in that movie, too. Like, well, past a certain point, he plays James Conn always, but I'm okay with that, yeah. because I'm okay with him as and, a character. And, 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 it, and it works, I think, just because of the role he's in. He's like, yeah, I can imagine James Conn actually having a dude like that show up and say no him and him being like what is this get him out of here yeah. 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 get him the hell out of here 
And, and I love that the fight he gets into with that that guy who um, that this department store manager. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you sit on you sit on a throne of lies. Don't smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. <laughs> no, I'll do that. I know him. I know him. I love you. I love you. Or, um, or when he runs into that that um, that co- uh, coffee shop, world's best cup of coffee. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> a couple years ago, we were doing a Rocky Horror Christmas show because every every year we did, and I did. I always played. Um, when I was doing Brad, I played Brad as Buddy. And it was like the funnest night of the year because I made a Buddy costume and wear that, but playing the entirety of Rocky Horror playing Brad as Buddy. And it was hysterical. I loved it. <laughs> of course, I'm probably loving it more than I thought in my own head. But, <laughs> but well, probably not as funny the people watching me do it, but I had fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's all that matters. And that's, that is all that matters. It's Christmas. Mm-hmm. But, uh, You're allowed to have as much fun as you want. And, you know, when it comes to talking about stage adaptations, uh, the adaptation of that came through last year. Uh, I saw it on Broadway a couple years ago. It was okay. I thought it's, it's like, it's the movie light, and all it made me want to do is watch the movie again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't dislike it, but I also thought, all right, I'm, I just want to go watch the movie. <laughs> I went and saw it on Broadway, and I was like, it's fine. And if I didn't know the movie coming in, I'd probably be like, what's going on? Yeah, I, I feel like a lot... Well, when I saw it, too, it had... Uh, was it Norm from Cheers playing Santa? I and, no, George Wayne. George Wayne. Yeah, that was maybe the highlight for me, because he was a lot of fun. But he, he was the Santa in the movie, wasn't he? No, that was... No, uh, that's uh, Ed, 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 Ed Asner. Ed Asner. Oh, George Wentz played Santa in another Probably. Probably. He's, it George, says he's I gotta look it up. It's been, it's, it's in house. No, uh, kidding. But, he's a neighbor um, now, so. uh, No, I remember watching it just being like, it's fun. The music's not memorable. I yeah. don't feel particularly compelled to go buy this as a soundtrack, which I usually do when I see shows. Um, and I haven't felt compelled to go see it again, even though it comes through Seattle pretty regularly. But um, I've never actually seen like a play musical. You should. I mean, I'd love to. I just never get around to it. There, I, I don't. There's ones that are are worth it. There's ones that are not. This is one that you don't need to see. No, this. Oh my god! I know what he's from. What? Santa Baby with Jenny McCarthy. Oh, with Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> she was. Yes. Okay, so yes, yes. Another. I think that was an ABC Family one. Yes. Um. I yeah. remember being 12 and being very hyped for that Christmas movie for all the wrong reasons. I was going to say, I know why you were hyped for that movie. I know the reasons why. It's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> and, uh, also on my list of um, like the positive Christmas Christmassy movies, uh, of course, Home Alone and Christmas Vacation. As Fuck two Christmas Vacation. It can die a death. Okay, but what about Home Alone 2 before we get into Home Alone? Oh, I, I like Home Alone 2. I like it's okay. It's it's a lot of retread, Tim but it's Curry. a fun retread. But yeah, it's Tim Curry. Retread with Tim Curry. And, 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 and Donald Trump. Let's not talk about that. Don't ruin a beautiful thing with that bullshit. I wish that they had had him take the bricks in the scene with uh, instead of Marv. Yes. I, I wish they would have just thrown the bricks at Donald Trump, except yeah. real bricks. And would have saved us all a lot of problems. Can we go back in time and do that? Yes. That's still a lot. Whatever you avoid, two and three and four though. Oh no! I can't oh, do is there a I fifth one now? Probably. There's, there's, one, there's one with a girl. I know there's one with that's a girl now. Four? That's five. No, five. No, that's, there are five. Okay. Because there's one where they actually have it be Kevin. It's not yeah. Kev- I think Dalton. that's the fourth one where it's Kevin again and it's French yeah. Stewart coming back as Marv, right? But Missy Pyle. Wasn't there something with? With uh, with Macaulay Culkin, where he was like as an adult playing 
Kevin. Might have been like uh, funnier or die. Like a, yeah, maybe that's what I'm thinking. Um, there's a movie, yeah. There's a little part of me that might enjoy part two more than part one only because of the New York stuff. As uh, Living there, there's some things I really, really dig about part two. Uh, and Tim Curry. I think there's definitely more to the pain gags in that one. There's there's yes. a lot more slapstick, a lot more Rube Goldberg-ness too. Like when, when, when he's I taking him out of the apartment and complex. And shenanigans around the city too. I love that scene though where he has, uh, like Marv goes to turn on the water and he gets electrocuted. Yes. <laughs> and you just see him screaming and it cuts to just his, okay, uh, his skeleton. <laughs> Dude, so, plane change the automobile. I, uh, uh, oh, wait. I was saying that Kim may not like Christmas Vacation, but fuck Christmas Vacation! I love die. it. Uh, I know. Uh, full. Yes, there. Fuck there it. is the. I know, I, you're t- before we start recording, talk about didn't like the the cat death. Um, no, it's awful, and I can't. But everything else is. is the, cat I forgot about the cat gets electrocuted oh, in the tree. Can't, I can't do it. Because uh, it bites into it, and so. Well, no, I, I don't even want to talk about it. It's um, awful. Actually, kind of funny. No, it's not. It's but not funny. It's awful. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Steals the hell oh out of that movie. Oh my god! Randy played playing Randy Quaid. Yeah, and also bad sequels. Do not see Cousin Eddie's Vacation. The sequel to Night uh, Night Before Christmas. The sequel to Night Christmas. Jack wanders into there. Um, but there's also yeah, there's a there's a Christmas Vacation sequel, which is self is already a third part. Um, but anyway. <laughs> Um, can I throw out While You Were Sleeping? That's a Christmas movie? It is. I've never seen it, so. It's, I mean, it's Sandra Bullock. It's sweet. It's a good, like, if you want to, if you're somebody who also enjoys the Hallmark Christmas movies, then you have to like While You Were Sleeping. And I very much enjoy While You Were Sleeping, even though when you actually start to think of the plot, it's kind of awful. But if you don't think too hard about it from a contemporary context, it's a great movie. Uh, at least in terms of, you know, liking silly. Oh, Christmas in Connecticut! Oh, yeah. The Christmas in the original. Yeah, okay, not the bad remake. Not right. the bad remake. The very original Christmas Connecticut. That is one. Oh, is one of those ones that I always forget I even own until it's Christmas time, and it's so sweet. And again, it's that old Hollywood. It's sweet. It's fun. If you're looking for just a uh, a sweet little story and and silly and obviously on a soundstage. And not really outside. Christmas in Connecticut, man. The original. I mean, I'd like to bring up Rudolph and Frosty. Yeah, yes! I, was about to I was about to mention we haven't talked about any of the Rankin Bass mm-hmm. stuff. I also like the. Um, what's the one with. Um, there's a Jack Frost and there's the Heat Monster. Is the Heat Monster yeah, Jack Heat Frost? Monster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm Mr. White Christmas. One. I mean, we've sort of made. I feel like, again, kind of 90s onward, although a little into the late 80s. Rewatching Christmas classic Christmas episodes, like uh, I mean, Friends has a lot of classic Christmas episodes. Um, Community uh, has some oh great Christmas episodes. I love that that first one where they get into the fist fight. Mm-hmm. But the one where they went all claymation too. That was a good one too. That's a great episode. Bob's Burgers has great Christmas Bob's episodes. Burgers. And then Simpsons it's always sunny. Simpsons ones. roasting yeah. at an open fire, like it's the first episode. of The Simpsons, yeah, yeah it was was a Christmas episode. Oh yeah, they um. It was meant to be mid season, but they ended up being mid season replacements. So the first episode they aired was the Christmas one. Well, and one of my favorites, uh, the the Mr. Hankey's Christmas classics. <laughs> I still fucking love that. If we're talking about South Park, gotta bring up the uh, the Woodland. Yes, the Woodland Good Christmas. Yes, and the and and Merry Christmas, Charlie Manson. <laughs> I mean, 
Like South Park's Christmas episodes are a moment. Red Sleigh Down. Oh yeah. my god. Yes. Red Sleigh Down. Christmas Time in Canada. All those yes. are after how I stopped watching South Park. So. I love that, 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 that Christmas Time in Canada was the one where they build the, the fight between Kyle and Cartman. He just goes, Yes. <laughs> and uh, and when Mr. Hanky has a family and a son that has the like. Oh, I remember seeing that head, one. And, yeah. No, the Christmas episodes of South Park are among my favorite. <clears throat> I'd say my, I think my favorite episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. One of my favorite shows on TV, television is the their Sunny Christmas episode, where it was so went so far out of their range that FX wouldn't show it. It was a DVD only. Oh wow! Um, and, well, you get a naked Dane DeVito. <laughs> I would pay money. For um, that. Well, I can yeah, loan it to you. you. Thank you. Naked. <laughs> I don't even stand here. Uh, I even watch a show and I want to see that. It's it's one of my favorite shows. It, it's one I think you would like it. It's uh, but it's like them at their meanest and their nastiest. <laughs> Actually, they got kind of more so later on, but at that point, it was so far past their normal point uh, of of where they went that it they yeah the FX didn't, FX airs it now, but they didn't air it then. Right. Um. And that was because that came out during season five, and that was season thirteen. Mm. So it's been a while. Oh wow! Uh, but it's it breaks me every time. There's a scene with uh, those who've seen it know the couch, and this that <laughs> will every time we watch it. This um, wife and I, we just end up just having to stop it because we're just laughing so hard that we're crying because it breaks that us. That's the one that has the rum ham in it. No, no, that's um, that's when they go to Atlantic City. Oh, okay. Well, and. Um, Another tradition more recently is the Doctor Who Christmas specials. Oh, those are always good. Those are always a good time. The uh, the one with David Tennant, that was his first episode as a Doctor Who. Yeah. And it's one of my personal favorites. Uh, uh, I like the one with um, David Morrissey. But the, 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 the Doctor Who Christmas episodes were always uh, always a lot of fun. Um Oh, I just lost. I had I had another TV show that always does Christmas I, specials. I actually got it. Um, family Guy does terrible ones. They did the. That's because it's well, they do guy. everything terrible. <laughs> American Dad does some absurdly good ones. Hmm. There's one Rapturous Delight, where it starts out they go to church on Christmas and it ends up with them everyone except for um, the rapture happening. And by the end of the episode, it's Jesus and Stan fighting the Antichrist. Um, in a dilapidated uh, like skyscraper in New York, it's really <laughs> weird. It, but it, it, for, for some reason, American Dad like always had better quality than Family Guy. I thought. Um, I've actually seen it. And it actually, uh, with the Christmas episodes elevated hardcore. They do like an Omen spoof, and they do you know they do like uh, one where uh, like you know this is your life, Stan, um, where he dies and he. Has to has to make up for his you know sins and instead of doing that he takes a gun puts it at the angel's head and makes the angel take him to God where he <laughs> actually points a gun at God's face. Yeah. So not doing the classic "It's Wonderful Life," which I haven't even mentioned until now because yeah, movie doesn't really affect. I me. don't like that it's movie. So I really lame. don't. I don't like it. Lame. But you uh, mentioned skyscrapers, which brings up the biggest Donald. Christmas movie that no one that none of us mentioned before now. You think I am, motherfucker. Uh, oh yeah! Which I was doorly waiting to later on after we talked about all the Christmassy, Christmassy things. I put in my, I, feel like we're my to get I had my light end and I had my my darker end, which was the horror stuff and then the stuff related to the holiday in many ways, but not directly Santa e. Uh, which of course is Die Hard is the biggest one of that. When yeah. if you say if you if you ask anyone from uh, in our circles, what's your favorite Christmas movie? It's either probably be Die Hard or Gremlins or you know Batman Returns. <laughs> oh, Black Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna. That's where we end up, we'll where we end up going to. Um, 
So yeah, I wanted to bring up Die Hard and of course Die Hard Two. Great movie. Um, I I actually like Die Hard Two. It's kind of a retread like of the first Hard one. Yeah, yeah, it is a uh, it's not Die Hard Five. So you know, like people used to give uh, Temple Temple Doom shit for indie until the I fourth one came out. <laughs> and then uh, and then they're like, okay, in retrospect, I like that one more. Oh, I, uh, I, was, I liked it then, I liked but it, yeah. after Crystal Skull, what brings it to? I like Crystal Skull. I thought it was good. I think it's okay. I think it, as an indie movie, it's a, it's not as good as a movie movie. I think it's fine. But I also, that was my first one I ever saw. Oh, fair enough. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like uh, until Die Hard 5 came out, everyone hated Die Hard 2, and now Die Hard 2 is yeah. treated okay. I always okay. Die Hard 2. I mean, it, it's not as good as the first one, but it's solid. I mean, if we're going into the darker aspect, all the Silent Night, Deadly Nights. <laughs> Dude, Garbage Day! Garbage Day! Garbage Day! <laughs> Listen, last year... I watched all six Silent Night, Deadly Nights uh, for the Horror Honeys so that you didn't have to. And I did not realize what had been missing from my life until I watched part two. (laughs) And I said, my God, what brilliance. This used to be a porn script, though, right? If you watch it and think about that, there's so much innuendo in it. But it is... It's a porn script added to the uh, clip show of the first movie. But it's such a... (laughs) I haven't actually seen it. It's, It's amazing. It's... It's a, it's brilliant in its audacity of awfulness. It's amazing. Now, garbage day. Garbage day. Speaking like, actually, I think the first one's pretty decent mm, as a movie. Solid. Actually. No. Like, it, it, it gets a lot of shit probably because it was like the big controversy it had a lot at the time. Controversy, but it's but not it's, a bad movie. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, it's obviously cheaply made movie and really yeah, cheap. I have Actually, like five dollar budget, yeah. but it's fun. It's it's it's, it's a solid slasher. Yeah, though. exactly. And you feel for Billy when he when he I when really, he goes that's through that's it. Exactly what I was about to say. I'm like, it really plays through the sympathy well. Yeah. I Keep mean, poking at the bear and see if it bites you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, you know. With the, and I love that Mickey Rooney was the guy who like bitched and moaned about the first one, and he's. In I mean, the he's in what like part well, four. Five, yeah, the, the toy maker. Yeah, but that's when they just took another movie and slapped the title yeah. on it. That was the fifth one, I think, because the Because parts three, four, and five aren't good. Part uh, two's brilliant. Yeah, but Bill Mosey's in, in part three, right? He, he is, plays. Uh, I like it. He plays Billy's, right? What Randy, right? And then the yeah, and then the like with the chrome head the, or like, whatever rebootish one that they did. It's not. But, it's not awful. Um, it's not. There's some moments in it that are is that are good. Malcolm McDowell. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to doubt anything. Oh, and that's just it. Uh, and it's fine. It's fine. I, I'd say if I had to rank them, I'd say part two. Part one, and then the most recent. The most recent, I will say this for anybody who's seen the movie, fuck that little girl, I'm glad she got burned alive. Right? (laughs) No, and that's part of it. I really appreciate that they just don't, they just go for it. But I'm sorry, part two is a work of art. Oh, God, yeah. It is a work of art. I gotta rent it, like, now so I can watch it. I, Bob, it's, it's a beautiful thing. It's an epically beautiful thing. Um, although if we're gonna talk about Christmas horror... Which it seems like we're segueing into. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I have to say Black Christmas. Damn right. That's, yeah. In terms of quality, in terms of... It holds up today as a yeah. genuinely good movie. My wife really freaked really the hell out when I showed her. It is. It's, it's, it's well, that, the things he's saying on the phone. It's Agnes. Agnes! <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, great cast. John yeah. Saxon, mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kidder, Olivia Hussey, Kier Duallo, whatever his name mm-hmm. is, yeah, how you pronounce it. Um, like, uh, Andrea Martin. Yeah. I love oh, Andrea Martin, Martin, who came back in the the remake, which I kind of like the remake. I, if I don't, 
so looking if I don't compare it, I like it. <laughs> from the original as its own thing. It's a great. It's a good slasher. It's, it's a, a silly, it's dumb, a good, fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's it's no thinking uh, behind it. I wanted to see when it first came out in two thousand six, yeah. and I never got around to it because I saw it in theaters. Yeah, me too. Um, and then four or five years later, I found it for. Two dollars and yeah. half price books, yeah. and I watched it. And my mom and I love it, and that's mm-hmm. our one of our traditions for holidays. Yeah, because it's so just. It's a fun movie to watch if you divorce it from the fact that it's a fucking remake of it, a great one. That's why I think a lot of Black Xmas instead of Black Christmas. Yeah. So it's his own movie, but it, it suffers from the people watch it, comparing it to the original, and you can't. But as just a fun, dumb slasher, it's yeah. a good time. And, and it's, uh, it's Christmas cookies out of his. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's it's fun to see it as a compare in a comparison way since Black Christmas is. One of the very first slashers. Yes. Uh, if not, maybe the first North American slasher. North American. Well, and you're you're getting into like if that's, you're not that's a whole bunch different. That's yeah. a whole other episode. That's a whole, yeah, a whole yeah. different thing where it can be considered one it, of the first, one of the if early. not the. Yeah, like, it's one of I don't the early. Get, yeah, people always say psycho. I don't consider psycho slasher because they're a proto slasher. No, but um, it had the it, it, it had the, the elements. It's, yeah, it's introducing and certain elements. Black Christmas and, and Halloween together. Tom. I think together create. Well, that's BC. That's. British. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think like, Black Cri- uh, Black Christmas and Halloween together kind of made the genre the next day. I've always looked at it like Psycho gave the general idea. Black Christmas was kind of the proto. Yeah. Um, Halloween was the perfected version of it, and then yeah. Friday the Thirteenth and everything on was kind of the assembly line version. Yeah, where we're you pick and choose your parts. And Black Christmas. I was Black I was on uh, I was on Reddit the other day and I was looking around. People were talking about it. Um, it's something that someone said that made me think about it. Now they go back and watch it again uh, to see. Even though I did watch it recently, I watched the first two commentaries on the Shout Factory disc. There's three, so I still have to watch it one more time before I complete the disc. And there's a whole disc of special features. But um, someone had said that they, because since it's always weird, I always find it weird at the end where they capture the the guy they think is the or and then I don't. Well, we could spoil a forty-year-old movie. I was um, gonna say this is we're past with, where they where they shoot yeah. you know, and, and mm-hmm. leave her alone in the house without doing any sort of police work. Right. Um, they, and leaving the one cop outside, where someone had said that the killer only called after he killed somebody, and then as the credits started to roll, the phone starts to ring. So he probably came down and killed. Oh, interesting. Uh, Olivia Hussey's character, because no oh. one's no one's picking it up. Of course, she's she's drugged. Um. But the, so as soon as it starts, to, the cop leaves. The phone starts ringing again, which means he's probably oh. went down and killed her. That's interesting. Because yeah, he always made the. I need to go back and see if he actually. Someone's saying on Reddit, so I don't have proof. No, I need so to I need to go it. back and watch it again to but see if he annual. only calls after he does a yeah. kill. Yeah, I do an annual rewatch. Well, I used to do it because we did the live tweet every year. Um, but I, I have the Blu-ray, and I need to go back and watch that. <coughs> and uh, Jeff Frost. Uh, before we get to Jack Frost, I want Which to mention. One? I was gonna, I was going to jump over to uh, Christmas movie it has a similar title that isn't as good, but has someone who will be a cryptic on this year. Uh, Red Red Christmas. Oh yeah. I didn't yeah. really care for it. I wanted to, but I thought they fell a lot into the stupid slasher tropes yeah. of like, oh, we're alone in the house, someone's outside. Uh, let's all separate. Let's follow this noise. I did like the color use. It was really giallo in that yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I like some of the kills. But there was nothing about it that was particularly... And it had a really mixed messaging. Like, it was yeah. an anti or pro-abortion. <laughs> because it did it kind of both ways. Because uh, the killer in that is... D. Wallace Stoners. She had an abortion at the same time that there was a shooting at the, the abortion clinic. Mm-hmm. And a nurse le- um, leaves with the baby who's still alive. Because uh, that wasn't completed because naturally because the the incident happened, 
So the deformed child comes back and finds her 35 years later, says, I'm your son. She's like, get the hell out of my house. So he kills them all. So it was like... To be fair, if a deformed, like, human fetus showed up 35 years later, I might say the same thing. So so it's kind of like, what's your messaging here? But that's a whole whole different thing. Yeah, I watched it last year and was really not impressed uh, but people were given a lot of love, so I was like, it's like, what? No, was- Be sure to catch that in our abortion episode. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, uh... It Although there's a great Tales from the Crypt episode with uh, Santa. Yeah, yeah, all through the house they had that much. Because yeah. they do it twice. Once in the original movie, and then mm-hmm. they do it again as the pilot episode of I, the of yeah. the, t- of the show. I remember... Greg Robert Zemeckis, so he pops up again. I remember seeing that. It was during one of HBO's, like, free weekends. <laughs> and I was a kid. And my brother and I watched it, and that fucked me up for a while. I remember having to wake my mom up to tuck me in, because I was like... Uh, I remember those days when I was scared of things. Um, but I think it's called All Through the House, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's creepy. And the naughty are nice. <laughs> naughty are nice. Um, yeah, that was uh, that one left an impression on me. If we're talking about Evil Santa's Christmas Evil. Yeah, which isn't oh, yeah. all that much of a horror film because it wasn't meant to be. Mm-hmm. And then no. they added that one scene to it and then I recut it. Uh but apparently there's a new, well, about ten years ago, the guy who made it got the rights back because he had to sell his rights to finish mm. the movie. And he kind of recut it to the way he wanted to like it look. And Yeah, something's going on. I'm sorry. I don't normally have this many sirens. But uh, he brought up Jack Frost, which is on there. Both versions on here because the Michael Keaton one is scarier than the, is. Than the Tim Bottoms one. So much. <laughs> so much. <laughs> which uh, I think we talked about before Friday Night Frights our, our good friends down in Tacoma who play a great horror film every uh, third Friday of the month um, almost played the wrong <gasps> no almost way. played the wrong one like they, like they had to double check the order like do you want to order this he's like yeah the Michael Keaton one. <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> well, the Shannon Elizabeth one <laughs> the good one <laughs> <laughs> by comparison <laughs> Not in comparison to anything else that exists. Like, no, it's no. sequel. Um, which is just bad. It's like... Uh, I didn't realize how much Jack Frost took from the blob until you watched them. <laughs> yeah, it is kind of the blob. It really is pretty much the blob. It's the blob with... If the blob can talk, and had a filthy mouth. Yeah. And, <laughs> um... Like to use it was made carrots. of snow. Yeah. Krampus. <laughs> yes. Which has brought Krampus to pop culture in a way that... He's huge now. Yeah, yeah. we because we, we were doing the figgy pudding at Spooked um, on Friday. The kids fucking loved Krampus. Everyone wanted their picture well, with Krampus. I think it's been kind of a, like a that was a major thing, but I think it's been kind of slow burn since the first time I actually all meant the first time I heard of Krampus was the Venture Brothers Christmas special mm. in yeah. like two thousand seven, yeah. and that's when I think he became. Inner pop culture be, again, yeah. and he is built over time, and now yeah. he's as, now oh. he's as much of a figure as Santa Claus. In yeah, I yeah. love that scene where he just comes out, and he's just crying <laughs> up and <laughs> <laughs> uh, And then um, American Dad does a good one with Krampus too, where he um, he starts singing, and he's got this like incredible like soul voice. Um, it, it's actually really funny. It's a, it's a good one. Um, I really like that that 2015 one. Mm, just, I love oh, yeah, it. It drips with Christmas. I mean, majority too. too. The only so. thing I don't like about it is I don't think it. I think it's holding itself back. After watching Trick or Treat, I expected a little more out of Michael Dattery. Like I, I expected him to be a little bit meaner away, I guess, or maybe a little bit bigger. But it, it's because it's it's PG thirteen, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And that's I think that's just it. I but, think he had a choice between making it a PG thirteen movie or making it R. Mm. 
And in making it PG-13, it was a little more accessible to more people. But it meant having to hold back a little from what we saw in Trick or Treat, which embraces some of the dark just gleefully, which is part of why I love it. But I I guess I'm not offended by the PG-13 only because if that had been a movie when I was young, I would have eaten that up. I would have been all over it. And so... Having a movie that's going to uh, appeal to some younger as well as some horror fans, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily. I sort of wish there was an R-rated cut. Yeah, that like, maybe know. filmed R-rated, cut it to PG-13, still made it work. Um, no, I say Adam Scott's in there. He's oh, amazing. Yeah. Tony watch, Collette. Tony Collette. I'll watch anything with either of them. Yeah, and then together as a married couple, boom. And um, um, so I've always wanted to know this from just – and I – Always ask this question every Christmas movies. Do you think he killed them all and they're in the snow globe, or do you think he's just watching them? Spoilers. I'm not sure. I, I think they're in the snow globe. I think they're in the snow globe, too. The way it's set up, everything is too perfect. It's yeah. too... And that they all have the same shared yeah. memories. Yeah. They're, they're trapped in there. That's, they're trapped. They're trapped. It's their, yeah. their hell. It's their little <laughs> yeah, Christmas their hell. hell. Yeah. And uh, other Krampus stories, there's... Uh, the ex- Christmas horror story. Christmas horror story. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. I didn't like it. I know a lot of people liked it. It was um, fine. I, I thought was... it was kind of a mess. I thought I kind of leaned too much on. Hey, isn't this weird? It's a Christmas horror story. Yeah. More than actually trying to tell. Which good Christmas stories. horror isn't weird. Yeah, there's it's not a, hundred, a there's novelty. Like, there, yeah, every year a whole bunch of sites always put. There's like a hundred different. Oh yeah, Christmas there's horror tons. stories. There's, there's like tons. twenty on my list that I immediately thought of yeah. and I'm sure there's a lot of really cheapy ones that I'm not even just picking up like the, the thing that really pissed me off is that stupid zombie elf thing Oh yeah, I forget most. of them. I remember it, Shatner, and I remember, Shatner. and yeah. I remember Shatner's what crazy as shit, right? And he's just yeah. making it all he's up. Shatner, <laughs> and that like the the guy fighting Krampus is just insane, right? Or something like that. Probably that he's just fighting random people. Or I, I can't it was remember. so forgettable to me that. I watched it and I was I honestly can remember very little about it. I remember, yeah, Shatner. I, remember, I remember Shatner. I remember the twist at the end that yeah, he was really it was a mass shooting. Yeah, so yeah, I remember something. Then, real. But it was utterly forgettable. Yeah, lame, lame list. Or um, you know, uh, evil Santa Clauses or evil things like that. Uh, rare exports, a Christmas story. Oh, rare exports. Yes. yes. Yeah, it's fun. That's, That's a fun, fun one. Futurama. <laughs> <laughs> the evil robot Santa, where only Zoidberg is good. <laughs> uh, everyone else dies. Zoidberg, here's a gift for you. And um, here's one that I don't want to spoil anything of that you should go see because it's new. It came out last year. It's probably actually literally in my top five movies of last year across the board, horror or not. Is Better Watch Out? I didn't Her- see that. Good things. It's about amazing. Things. It's yeah. Home Alone meets Funny Games is the best way to say it without giving any spoiler details. Oh. But yeah, it's it's a new one. It's uh, definitely not for everyone's taste, but I think it's up our, our alley. Okay. Um, it's uh, so I want to recommend that if you haven't if you haven't seen it because it kind of was a low key release amongst everything else because it didn't yeah, have a. Th- it just kind of like I saw it at the SIF Festival last year and mm. then. Um, but then okay. after that, it came out directly to VOD and DVD and such like that. So I picked up the Blu-ray uh, day of release. That way I support it because I liked it that much. Um, what about Bad Santa? Yeah, that's We're talking all right. about Bad Santa. Yeah, yeah that's right I there on my list, too. I still haven't seen it. I love the first one. The second one is, is god-awful. I feel like I, I need to see that, but I still haven't. Lauren Graham is in the first and one. I love She's Lauren amazing. Graham. Um, I just, it's just, you know, it's 
I'm not crude. sure why. It's, I just haven't gotten there. It's, 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 a, it's a good type of, uh, of crude, obscenity laced everything, like in the same way the FDR is. Okay. That, uh, it's just like it's wonderful how well he puts these together, and it you know it just leans straight into how awful he is. There isn't a redeeming thing. Well, a little bit of expected to be, but it's not the same way that it is. Yeah, uh, it's gleefully. The thing gleefully that I like about it evil. is that you could make a case that they just followed Billy Bob Thornton around and wore a Santa suit, <laughs> and that that's what happened. And I would completely believe you. Uh, speaking of like, uh, never asked that. So the Shane Black has a lot of movies that take place on Christmas. You got yeah. uh, Iron Man three, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, which is a f- Iron amazing movie. I, I really liked Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Huh? Wait, uh, Iron, Iron Man, Man 3? three? Yeah, that yeah, takes place Christmas. Takes place six play- six months after Avengers. Uh, Lethal Weapon and A Long Kiss Good Night, all movies that Shane Black worked on that are on Christmas. There's probably yeah. more of them. Uh, I was really surprised his version of Predator took place on Halloween and not Christmas. When it started on Halloween, I'm like, how are they going to delay this to Christmas? <laughs> ah. I'm or, surprised if he wouldn't make a cut of. He did Monster Squad, right? He uh, wrote, he was one of the co-writers of that with um, with Fred Decker. Yeah, if, if he had had the ability, it would have been set up. But then Fred Decker also one of the co-writers of Predator. Um, That's true. And then uh, <clears throat> so all of his movies take place there. If you haven't seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, it's it kind of came and went. It, but it's it's just it, it's wonderfully done. It's a great uh, modern noir. I know it's bad. That's a whole, what the definition of noir is, is is something that's debated forever. Um, <laughs> but it's it's definitely in this in the style of uh, of hardboiled detective stories uh, with Robert Downey Jr. wandering into one, and it it's so well done. That's uh, it's one of the best written movies of the last decade. Santa's sleigh with Bill Goldberg. <laughs> oh God! That's I need to see that. It's on my. It's, it's been on my uh, Netflix it's list for a while. Good. It's not, but it's Goldberg <laughs> killing people with Santa. That's True. all I needed it to be. Fair enough. Our friends over at the Grave Plot Podcast covered that in one of the earlier episodes, so I'm, watch- I'm waiting to listen to an episode until I watch it. The but best it's way been a long it wait on Netflix for a while. Is anytime Bill Goldberg's on screen, you got to play his theme music. Or take a <laughs> shot. Or both. <laughs> you will die. Yep. And I'm, I've talked about you know, Christmas horror. I'm really surprised you've gone this long without mentioning Gremlins. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I did mention it in passing, but not really talking about it. Um, I like I like Gremlins, but it's not for me. Not miss. I mean, like when I'm re- I don't rewatch it every year. Yeah, it's been a while since I watched it myself, but um, I, I, love I, I enjoy it. It's a good movie, but it, it for whatever reason it is not for me a I need to watch this every yeah. year movie. I see. Last time I saw it was Friday Night Frights a couple of years ago. Or was it last year? I no, last year was Black Phillip. Fucking Jack Frost. Yeah, the year before was was Gremlins. Yeah. And this year will be 30 Days of Night for the Christmas movie. Is that what they're doing for Christmas movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, they, it's not really a Christmas movie. It's but not. It's, 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 it's a December movie. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to try to go. I'll try to go. I missed the last couple of them. It's due to... I'm more of a fan sick. of... I'm sick once. Yeah, I'm more of a fan of Gremlins 2. More yeah, than Gremlins I, 1. yeah Gremlins I like Gremlins 2 more. People rant on that one, but that, I think I saw it's that one fun. first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I then mean, Christopher Lee, and there's a lot... It's just really goofy. It's because... Although, From darker movie to a goofy sequel, it's like Rambo-ish. The <laughs> first one, where that lady gets uh, in her wheelchair and gets flung out the house, that was great. And I wish that they would have... Uh, is in the book they actually have a death for the douchebag uh, co-employee? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I wish that would have been in the movie, where he gets hung. I but there's a lot of... It's Looney Tunes, but it's also... Lot, yeah, lots of death. Like, people... Die. Oh, yeah. die badly. <laughs> well, I will circle around to the okay. Don't feed him after midnight. 
When can you start Sun up? him? Is it count for... Uh, that's all. Of course, people wouldn't test that for ages. No, it always I'm bugs like, me. Though, I, like, I always assume it? it's sun up, but I always don't know. It's like, is it... What daylight saving time? Is it midnight where you're at before the times change? Yeah, there's so many variables of that. That's like, that's not a reliable time. And what if you change time zones? I assume it's like midnight to where you're at, but I guess if you're moving with it. But you're moving... So like... So it was midnight, but now I'm on the East Coast. Midnight's three hours earlier. Yeah, I've always wondered that myself. So what the fuck? And then I take him back? (laughs) It just, it, it... I don't know. I mull. I mull. And then, have you guys seen uh, The Night Before? With Seth Rogen and... Yes, I did. I did finally see that. It's yeah, fine. It's, it, okay, it's good stuff. It's fine. Yeah. not great. I don't need to really see it I again. Like but I enjoyed it. It's a movie that appeals more to boys than girls. Yeah. Probably. I don't mean to gender. And, and but more like, like boys in their it's got early the kind of 20s. Thing a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's yeah. such a bro movie. It's a bro. I watched it and I was like, this is fine, but I feel like I need a penis to appreciate this <laughs> no, more. I laughed my ass off, but I have really no intention of watching it a second time. Yeah, yeah. That's I'm, me with Sausage Party. Yeah, Sausage Party, I laughed my ass so off on that one too. But I had no intention. That one went surprisingly like anti-religious, like way more expected to be, which is fine because that's it, me. You know, but same with me. I'm like, but you're, I'm like, you're kind of making your fuck with my damn message. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we even talked about Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. yeah no. I don't like that movie. Oh really? See, that for me is a is a classic. Damn right. It's lame. Um, fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's the theme of this episode. <laughs> fuck you, Cody. <laughs> Um, so you for coming back. <laughs> I uh, I saw it. So when uh, I I saw it in theaters when it first came out because I'm old, and um, I was two months old. Yeah, fuck you, Cody. <laughs> <laughs> but then they did a re-release uh, uh, more than a couple years ago now, where they released it in 3D. And I went. I was still living in Manhattan then, so it had to have been a while ago. Um, I remember that. I think I was like 13. Yeah, they did. Fuck for, you, Cody. No, well, well, they did it for like five years. And then they, they put it out again this year briefly. <laughs> Trying to chip at you. But uh, <laughs> no, they did they they released in three D like yeah. every 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 it's every and Halloween for a couple and years was, and it was really fun and and it's I think some of it is the music I, I Danny Elfman at his best music. and the, the songs are catchy and I can't get them out of my head. No, yeah, and they've done some albums where other artists cover them. I own all of them because I love them that much. I love uh, Mario Manson's version. Of this is Halloween. It's yes. probably the best one on there. And it's such, for me, it's a great thing to watch in the Halloween season to then segue you into the Christmas season. Because it works in both. Because it works in both. It could be a Halloween movie. It could be a Christmas movie. I think we actually discussed this. I think we, we probably we briefly did. did, but we all said we'll talk about it at the Christmas Yeah, episode. yeah, yeah. It's, it was kind of like half an hour. Like, yeah. Ah. But it's, it's, for me, it's such the perfect example of a great family movie that is enjoyable to kids but it's also something that adults can watch uh and that's a really hard thing for something that has that horror touch to it that's a hard thing to do because it's not it's not dark horror it's it's not it's it's it's, sweet. it's still horror. sweet yeah, yeah. it's got because the ones are having fun and they're not trying to kill or hurt anyone yeah, they're yeah. so scared of it's yeah. just it's a nice like an oogie boogie i love oogie <laughs> well, boogie. okay oogie boogie is trying to hurt people oogie boogie <laughs> boogie's a little scary like he's got a creepy thing going on but um it's uh, I don't know, it, it, for me, it's 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 really that perfect blend of family friendly, creepy, Christmas Halloween horror. My only thing I'm gonna complain about that movie is not the movie itself, but 
every time I go to Disneyland, it's always during the Christmas season. So mm. it's so the Haunted Mansion is always Night Before Christmas, and I'm tired of it, and I want to see the real thing again. Oh, <laughs> I, I haven't ever seen it at Christmas. I'm going to have to go now. See, now we get the opposite, because I want to see the real Haunted Mansion, I and I always see the Night Before Christmas one. Mm-hmm. Um, like, every time I've gone to Disneyland in the last, like, ten years, is always Night Before Christmas style. I'm like, no, give me the real one. Um, I've never actually been to Disneyland. Cody! Yeah. I've only been to Disney World once, but they do have good nightmare for Christmas. And uh, <clears throat> I'm a movie that my that we do watch every year, though it's more my wife's thing than mine. Uh, she made me make sure I mentioned it was Love Actually. Um, I'm embarrassed to admit. <clears throat> I like that movie. I like, it's charming. There's lots of great actors in it. Lots of good. I mean, it makes. It makes The Walking Dead an interesting experience because, you know, if you look at that as the prequel. Yeah. (laughs) It's one of those movies where it makes me embarrassed to have a vagina because I feel like it's such a stereotype that I like it. (coughs) Because it's such a... I'm sorry. It's such a girl movie. Yeah. I want to see more of Rowan Atkinson because he's supposed to be a bigger character. He's supposed to be like an angel character in all of their stories. But he kind of... But he only gets in that one with Alan Rickman. But I get so mad at Alan Rickman. Yes, exactly. Emma Thompson's your wife. The fuck? But then now he's dead, and so I feel even worse for getting mad at him because I'm like, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. I mean, Rowan Atkinson had to go shoot a couple Johnny English movies. So it's, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, there's funny, on it's Netflix... it such a great cast. On Netflix right now, the photo... the. Because they always rotate whatever the photo is. It's right. it's Rowan Atkinson, but he's like look and like it's he's in like red and black around him. And it looks really scary. He's like that's selling a different movie than this movie. Like, <laughs> but he's sitting there, he has like the ribbon. He's like just like staring at the camera. And <laughs> it's very intense. Like, yes, it's like okay, Love Actually is a different movie than they, what they're putting they on just now. Put the thing where Mr. Bean's going like this—that <laughs> could be the Love Actually. For a while. I mean, it's it's to me, it's not a perfect movie. It's got its problems, but your cast is so good. When you have Emma Thompson, Alan Rickman, when you've got freaking Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson, for God's sake. Bill Knight is killing it. I can't say his name, but she will... Damn it, I can't she say his name. She was Yeah, Yeah, I can't say his name. But I love Knightley, him. who I'm not actually a big fan of, but... I'm fine with her. Andrew Lincoln. Andrew yeah, Lincoln? Yes, pretty much, yeah. When he's actually British? Uh, he, you've got just... A, Hugh Grant, like him or hate him, he is... A charming he's, he's charming that uh, he's, Billy he Bob Thornton shows up again as the president Billy Bob of the United Thornton, States. Billy Bob. Um, it's a fun, problematic, but it's a fun movie. But, yeah, Martin Freeman's there. Everyone's yeah. like, there's so many people oh, in there. I forgot Martin Freeman was in it. And there's yeah. uh, they're in that really weird. I don't know what movie they're shooting. Like, it seems to be a porn, but the porn, but a nicer because I'm sure porns don't actually worry about lighting that much. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, so I don't know what standard. movie they're making. <laughs> a very classy, <laughs> very very classy porn. Um, but I always think about, uh... Lars Van... Lars Van What? He made a porn. Um... um <laughs> I need William... Lars Van Trier Christmas. That's true. That's true. Um, I'd watch that, though. I would watch that crossover. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's one of the... It's... I, the older I get, the more I'm embarrassed to admit that I like rom-cons, because I feel like I shouldn't... <laughs> When they work, they work really like Crazy Rich Agents is amazing. Even when they don't work, when they feel spectacularly, they're interesting. When they're completely standard is when I lose it. When they're really, really bad or really, really good is where I'm at. It's (laughs) where I'm like embarrassed of my own vagina because I'm like, again, there's there's things that they're not good and they're problematic. But damn it, there's a part of me that wants to be in this movie. So all women's problems can be solved with a penis. That's what that movie's (laughs) theme is. <laughs> There's a couple different ways I could take that. All of them so accurate. Like, All of them accurate. 
Um, anyway, don't cut that, please. Oh, sure. it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wanted to mention uh, another child, we mentioned in child favorite episodes is Ernest Saves Christmas. Oh, yeah. But I know we oh, we lost Christmas. kind of we went away from dark stuff again, but mm-hmm. uh, but That's Ernest Saves Christmas. Watch you think about it. Yeah, in a way, yeah. No, um, I always loved Ernest Saves Christmas. Ernest is you know. Never capable of actually having any like relationships, and will probably die alone. But he's kind of—he's not meant to be sexual. He's kind of asexual. He's not. Yeah, he's kind of his own thing. Yeah, he's just Ernest. He's got Vern too. He might be in a gay relationship with Vern. Yeah. I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm. You know Amar? They may actually be a couple. So he's I also know, always talking to Vern. Vern's at home. He's just talking to Vern. I kind of want them. Man, I've never thought of this before. I kind of want Vern and Ernest to be a couple. <laughs> we haven't even seen Vern, but okay, sure. <laughs> but the, no, but Vern's almost operating the camera. Oh, yeah, good point. So he's talking Vern. to Vern. He's, he's supporting. supporting he's supporting his, him. Uh, you see, now that just made that movie not dark. I know now. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. See, Alice has never seen it. So I've been wanting, I wanted to show it to her so Allison. I could. And I was really mad for like I, I, I looked at my Ernest collection. It doesn't have Sage Christmas. It has mm. everything <laughs> else. But maybe it's a rights issue. Well, now I know what company. to get you for Christmas. <laughs> it's Ernest Saves Christmas. So well, thank you. Find it, and it's gonna be your Christmas gift. And so they don't need. Uh, I did want to. I'm not going to talk too much about it. I did want to throw out um, Mystery Science Theater 3000 and mm. Rift Tracks, all, all sorts of crazy ass Christmas the, movies. Yeah. The, the Santa, Santa Claus, Santa, Santa Claus yeah, Conquers the Martians. Martians. Yeah. Uh, Santa. This isn't really a Christmas movie, but Santa Claus. Santa Claus meets the Ice Cream Bunny is yeah. the weirdest movie you ever see yeah. in your entire goddamn life. Um, and they have lots of like really weird Christmas specials that they they showed like the Christmas tree. Um, there's. There used to be lots of theme parks uh, in the 50s and 60s with these really weird mascots and this, like, Santa Claus attractions, like the one in uh, Nosferatu from Joe Hill. Um, And this one guy owned one of these, and he made a bunch of shorts and features in the the 70s um, and that they went on, that Riff Tracks is covered, and they are all fucking insane. And all the best, like, this, uh, like... Manos levels of awful filmmaking nice. with mascots and fairy tales because they think oh it's fairy tales so the kids will love it kind of like fun in balloon land yeah it's, it's that type of stuff I may have been the same guy for fuck I don't know um, that, that and the like, Christmas almost wasn't was done last year in Mystery Science Theater 2000 episode <sighs> on season 11 I just had a, a memory of a family friendly one that I want to throw out yeah. there the bear who slept through Christmas never heard of it <gasps> It was a book first, but then they made it into an animated thing. And it, when I was a kid, like a kid, it was one of my favorites. The Bear Who Slept Through Christmas. Anyway. And the, the only two things I have left on my... Actually, no, I have four. Babies in Toy Land remakes, which I don't really like those movies. Um, You're not a pawn? Probably. <laughs> yes. And uh, so the last two things I have on there are two of the worst things ever made in life. I'm going to start Donald with... Trump. Oh, sorry. Uh, Jingle All the Way. Fuck that movie! <laughs> Uh, yes, with right. Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. Isn't that it's the, the notorious for being how bad it is. It's so yeah. and not like in a good way though. It's no. just like it's a train wreck you're watching. And it's not even. Yeah, it's funny. It's more of like the your jaw dropping of like how did this make it even off well, the drawing and, board? Uh, Who wrote this shit and how they make the it? The entire message being, the only way you're a good father is if you get this toy for your your son. I'm like that's that's such a, it's a dumb thing. movie. Let's fuck that movie. Fuck no. Arnold Schwarzenegger for making that movie. And the very last thing I have on my list uh, is the best worst Christmas thing of all time. Star Wars Holiday Special. Yes! I've still never seen it. You, your eyes will save you. It will, will, will hate you for watching it, but you need to see it the one time. It's the What's weird about the Holiday Special is, is the most insanely boring thing ever, but it's in, but it's it's so long and drawn out that it's boring as fuck, but it's so 
insane with the things that do happen that you're really confused because you're not only bored, but you're also like, what the fuck is going on? Mm. <laughs> and it's like, it's it's weirdly double-layered in that way. You, I mean, with, with Chewie's dad getting the VR thing that's yeah. basically a sex machine. Yep. His son, like, the first 25 minutes <laughs> takes place on Kashyyyk with Wookiees <laughs> talking to each other with no subtitles. <laughs> so I was like, oh, <laughs> For 25 minutes. <laughs> you have to, like, interpret it, because there's no And sense. then Mala watches that, uh, and then Harvey Corman's in there. There's five different characters. V. Arthur, singing a sexy song in the cantina. It's insanely, insanely awful. <laughs> Carrie Fisher coked out of her mind. <laughs> Carrie Fisher is in it? Yeah. Yeah. She sings a song about life dating, and she's still not, well... She knew all the words, and she was singing at conventions because I don't know if she just went out of her way to learn the, learn them so she can sing at conventions. But they'd ask her, and she'd just start singing the song. Harrison Ford, who does not want to be there oh, <laughs> at all, so done with Star Wars at this point. And this is like, done even before Empire came Wars. out. And then oh. Mark Hamill giving it the old college try with yeah. his that is like, Mark makeup, like. Thick on his oh, face. Yeah. He's like right was after. That that, after he had the car. It's right after the accident, so they're trying to cover it up. So he's just like, like Star Trek uh, thick makeup. Because you watch Star Trek now, you see how thick the makeup yeah, is. Yeah. But he didn't want to go and he was smeared off his face. And then the, yeah, there's a scene where it, um, Lumpy, Tui's dad, gets yeah, a sure. VR thing, and all of a sudden you just see this lady appear, and she's like, "Oh, this is your mm. relaxation." I can feel my creation growing. And he's, it's supposed to be in, like, the fucking living room. And I'm like, is, is he just jerking it in front of his, <laughs> his grandson? And uh, then, like, Art Carney comes over and, and, and gives, uh... Who's the name? Oh. No, Itchy. No, Itchy's the dad. Itchy's the dad. Lumpy's the son. Lumpy's the son. Gives Lumpy, like, a Jefferson Starship video to go watch. <laughs> and that weird circus thing. Because it's a variety show. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's late 70s, oh. so it's a coke-filled variety show that takes place with Wookiees. Uh, Imperial show up, and things go on. And uh, What's weird is Mala is canon again. But <laughs> not everything else is, thank God. So, because uh, I, I, I mean, I've obviously heard of it, but... Is it where is it available now? It's gotta be available. It's somewhere. legally not available anywhere, yes. but it's all over the internet. Because okay. and I have the the refracts. I can I can load it to you. Send to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, really they cool. have a downloadable version that I could probably download. Uh, I don't know it's, why. It's the one thing that George Lucas said. If you could, he regrets making. Yeah. George Lucas regrets making it. <laughs> he said if he could, he'd take every copy he can and smash him with a sledgehammer. I would love if they released it because I think it would actually sell well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because again, I, like in terms a, of a cult Because everything is, every time you watch it now, which with TV lines, or sometimes with commercials, now it is the first appearance of Boba Fett in this really yeah. weird, trippy-ass cartoon. It's one of those, like, really badly animated things from the 70s where everything's all, like, loopy and weird. Like, like you're, uh, think of the way that uh, Heavy Metal is animated, but... Mm. Looser, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you know how that's all or the Creep Show too. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The animation Creep Show too. How like loose that is, and how like undetailed it is. That's how that's that's how that looks. But Boba Fett's in there, and he talks a lot. Like he talks more in that than anything else. Yeah, mm. um, this is a big moment. Yeah, essentially, it's his premiere Especially moment. Especially since they're not making the movie now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's but yeah, Star Wars Holiday Special is notorious, and it should be because it is god awful. Yeah, but it's, it's something everyone needs to see once, like. 
I showed it to Al Sounds. was like, cool. I'm glad I saw it. And can we never, ever watch that again? <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to see the Riff Tracks version. I feel like that and, would be the version that's worth seeing. Up here in Seattle, they have a thing called Kaleidoscope, um, mm, which yeah. a couple guys take a, a theme every week or two weeks, and they do like a two-and-a-half-hour thing of like throwing clips together, commercials, ads, whatever. So I've seen it for Halloween stuff, um, and then I watched it before Last Jedi came out. They had a kaleidoscope for Star Wars, showing lots of really cool like Star Wars commercials and things in pop culture, like a Donnie Marie special. And it ended with the holiday special, and they teased us like we're going to watch the entire damn thing. Luckily, occasionally they would stop and fast-forward and stop and fast-forward, instead of watching only all the best parts. But I was like, for a second, like, are they actually going to show us the whole thing? Am I going to hate myself for watching all of it again? Uh, but yes, the holiday special is the best, worst Christmas thing of all time. Yeah, <laughs> I, I am in complete agreement. I that is, It's truly just awe-inspiringly awful. I've never seen something that terrible with that amount of talent in it. <laughs> it's, it's absurdly, it's just so fucking weird. And I would totally watch a B. Arthur on Tatooine as a bartender, though. That would be a great version of Cheers that they never made. Chewie! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> so, we have, uh, so that's everything I have on my, on my giant-ass Christmas list. And this is even half the stuff I saw online that I'm like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's obviously things we didn't talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, we could talk about some Santa porns I've seen. <laughs> sure they exist. I didn't even oh, mention Oh, yeah, they exist. I did mention the, the ref. That's, uh, uh, <laughs> so I, I saw the ref once. I don't haven't thought about it since but it hurts great uh anything else guys i feel like we hit most of yeah. the there was a when i was a kid i had this vhs of all of these like 1940s cartoons and weird christmas <coughs> things that i used to watch obsessively uh now, now were those cartoons from when you were a kid and now they're all probably been fuck <laughs> 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 you cody but, you're take this paper clip in you gonna marbleize them um Fuck you, Cody. <laughs> Can we call the episode Fuck You, Cody? Are we allowed to? Fuck you, Cody. Christmas movies. Fuck you, Cody. And all the Christmas special. movies. Uh, I am a millennial and I am killing this podcast. Yeah. Fuck you, Cody. Millennials made podcast. Uh, so, outside of Christmas movies, is there anything that you've seen recently you want to talk about at all? I already talked about Alien and the Apocalypse, which I think everyone should go see. It's delightful. No, no, no. The last thing I saw was Hannah Grace with you. Yeah. shit. Um, don't watch the sequel to A Christmas Prince. I live-tweeted that the other day. It's dull. First one has at least got some of the, like, bad charm to it. You know, it's fun. It's like a dumb, bad Netflix movie. Second one is just dull. And you know that they're going to do a third one that's like a Christmas Prince baby. (sighs) I watched parts of A Handmaid's Tale with Carolyn. Okay, it's, it's too depressing. It's too depressing. It's so depressing. Yeah, that's why we can't. We love it. Like we we love the book. We love it. We can't I watch the show. book. I can't watch the movie because I feel or like show. it's it's definitely like where we could, in theory, be headed. That's how depressing it is. Now there is a movie of The Handmaid's Tale. There is. I, I, was say, uh, I like the movie. Yeah, I never seen it. I own it. Uh, Eighty nine. It's written by Harold Pinter. I didn't realize Harold Pinter wrote it. Yeah, Shit, so man, it's not bad. It's 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 really solid. Probably lots of weird pauses. I was yeah. the Pinter pause. <laughs> I, I feel more two people out there listening. Like, know what we're talking about. Threads, which was the most nasty, horrible nuclear apocalypse movie that I felt ever. Because <laughs> I feel like Threads, you know, the, pa- the Threads largely passed on the nuclear war. Yeah. Oh God, I I feel like I'm like I know people who'd be like, this is the perfect. People will like Gilead, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, assholes, but uh, yeah. and then uh, all right, we've been yes, we've been we've been talking about for other a while. Things. We've gone off on tangents. 
I have been responsible for all of them for once. Yes. Uh, any last thoughts? Uh, I guess I gotta go home and watch uh, Love Actually. <laughs> Just kidding. Fair no. enough. Uh, yeah, I like you know Christmas movies are fun no matter if they're if they're you know dark and scary or light and fluffy um, or both in different cases. Uh, <laughs> Gremlins. Uh, so yeah, uh, is there any other? So there's no other Christmas movies you guys want to mention or? I feel like I'm probably going to think of one like at yeah, 3 a.m. this morning and exactly. be like, fuck! And if, if there's the ones that you guys, anyone listening to this, are like, why didn't you mention this? Now, now's your chance. It's, uh, oh, comments. Last Ounce of Courage. Uh, that is a religious film. Oh, well, that's why Saving I Christmas. It. It, oh, saving <laughs> Christmas, too. Uh, I will punch you. <laughs> it is a movie about the war on Christmas where he decorates and he's the mayor of the town. He's like, why has Christmas gone away and from is, us? And is Kirk Cameron starring in it? No, no, no. Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas. That's where he takes the um, Christmas traditions and just bullshits his way through them to tie them into the Bible. Like, did you know that... That sound is Kim hitting her head on the desk. Presents Under the Tree, that's actually the skyline of the New Jerusalem. Uh-huh, no, it's not. <laughs> but, yes. Did you know that most of Christmas shit is pagan? Like, Yay! All of it, really. Pagan! Yeah, most of your Easter stuff is, too. Or yeah, every Christian holiday. May Day. <laughs> yeah. Or St. Mary's Day or whatever. Um, anyway, uh, so it's a Quaker um, Man. Yes. All right. So. So we are City of Geek. I'm Bob. The Coggers. Coggers. <laughs> <laughs> I am Bob. I am Cody. I'm Kim. And you can uh, find me at on Facebook uh, or at... Um, Twitter at add a geek named Bob, even though I don't really use it, but feel free to reach out to me. Uh, <laughs> I like to talk about this stuff. So, And, of course, like, comment, subscribe to everything here because I'm going to put this on YouTube as well. Find our YouTube. Yay. Find our Facebook. Find our YouTube. Watch our videos. Find everything. Our, 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 our new one only has, like, five views. <laughs> we'll get there. And uh, where can I find you, Kim? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Seattle Screams. You can find me on Instagram, Kimby and Stella. If you like looking at pictures of my cats, then you'll really like my uh, Instagram feed. Uh, otherwise, I'm fairly active on the twatters, so you can <laughs> find me there. Uh, you can find me at City of Geek and on my personal Facebook page, where I probably won't accept your friend request unless I know who the fuck you are. Uh, you can also find me under your bed, in your closet, and also going through your underwear drawer. <laughs> That's who went through my underwear drawer. No, no, no. That, I, I outsourced you. Didn't want to no. do a friend. Fair and enough, we'll we'll find enough. you at, uh, and you can find us, of course, at Crypticon. So, uh, yes! Apparently, we're doing some stuff uh, with Crypticon here soon. They just reach out to us, so we'll see how it goes. I'll probably edit this part out so it's not, you know, there. Crypticon! <laughs> Booyah! Did Jason ever respond to us about anything? I'll follow up with him. Anyway, um, Jason. Jason. Put us on Jason. Fucking panels. Jason. I got Jason. some good child Jason. killer ideas, so there you go. And those aren't even panels. She just wants to make child killers. Well, of course. What do you take me for? We'll see you next time when we talk about our favorite movies of the year, or least favorite, or this the the year on the whole. Death of a nation. It's always fun to talk about the stuff we hate as much as the stuff we love. And Jason Momoa, shirtless. By then, that'll be out.